Chapter Twenty of the Submarine Boys for the Flag. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Kenneth Sergeant Gagan. The Submarine Boys for the Flag by Victor G. Durham. Chapter Twenty: The Girl in the Cab. As Jack reached the door of the United Service Club, he found no one at the doorway. That's strange, he muttered. But in another moment he looked down the street. A hundred feet away stood a closed cab. From it a woman leaned, beckoning slightly. Had she been veiled, Jack would have been instantly suspicious. But her face showed, and it was young, fresh, pretty, and wholesome-looking face. I don't know her, but she's evidently a lady, thought Jack Benson quickly. Accordingly, he stepped along the sidewalk, lifting his hat courteously as he neared the vehicle. "'You are Mr. Benson,' inquired the young woman. "'Yes, ma'am. I trusted you will pardon my calling here and sending you a message, but it was very urgent that I see you at once. How urgent you cannot yet understand.' "'Well, I'm here, madam,' Jack replied, not knowing what else to say. "'I'm going to make another strange request of you.' it is granted in advance if possible will you step inside with me and drive a little way inquired the young woman jack glanced quickly at her her face was flushed evidently she was embarrassed won't you tell me a little more madam about your reason for wishing to see me he suggested yes but not here please she begged i don't want to be seen about here i shall not detain you long mr benson all i ask is that you sit here beside me and that we drive a little way while i say a few words to you jack hesitated but did not like the look of adventure yet on the other hand it was hard to see harm or danger in it the young woman was evidently as he had guessed a lady then you do not feel able to tell me here what you wish to speak with me about he inquired i shall begin as soon as we start our drive she promised oh please don't refuse me you can't imagine how much is at stake for me though jack benson felt the peculiarity of the request from a stranger he was unable to see how harm could result from his being kind very good then he agreed i will do my best by listening to you after he entered the cab and had taken a seat beside her the young woman turned to look at him keenly jack for his part saw that she was rather better dressed than the average he imagined her to be the daughter of a family in comfortable circumstances you do not know who i am of course she began no madam but you do know one in whom i have much interest she continued for some reason that he could not explain to himself jack benson began to feel very uncomfortable under the witching battery of her handsome eyes who is he inquired the submarine boy you know him as she paused as though stricken with sudden reluctance well said jack the name by which you know him is millard has jack benson been lashed at that instant with a whip he could not have been more astounded who he cried what he checked himself abruptly it was kind of you to stop as you did the young woman declared gratefully the man you know as millard is my promised husband i mean i'm astonished sputtered jack benson then he turned to take another keen look into her face what do you want to say to me about millard he demanded i ask you i beg you to aid him to escape from washington from the country 
yet to do all he needs to, to get safely out of the district of columbia you know that he is here in washington or i would not have told you as much does miller find it so difficult to get out of washington queried jack grimly if he did not mr benson believe me i would not have come to the enemy to beseech mercy probably i am not telling you anything you do not already know she went on rather bitterly but every avenue of escape from washington is blocked by the secret service men it's not so difficult to hide in the city but to get out of it is impossible madam jack answered softly it would be my desire to give you every bit of aid and comfort possible however what you ask is simply impossible for one thing it would be in direct defiance of my oath he was about to add but checked himself on account of knowing that he would be sought at the united service club it was possible even likely that the enemy knew of his actual connection with the navy yet benson did not propose to supply the other side with any gratis information so he added contrary to my duty as an american i am loyal to the flag madam the boy continued do you know the nature of millard's offense no that is not exactly do you wish me to tell you why he he told me it was some dispute over international affairs stammered the young woman do you feel yourself a loyal american asked jack looking at her curiously yes she answered without an instant's hesitation looking straight into his eyes almost defiantly and you love this man millard yes yet her declaration was not so emphatic as it would have been a few moments before jack sighed would you love a man who betrayed his country's flag he asked presently in a very low voice has don has the man you know as millard offered to do that it was not suspicion but incredulity that rang in her voice jack benson knew now that he was dealing with a woman who knew herself to be a patriot a lover of her country i don't know that i have any right to say anything jack answered evasively mr millard is a civil engineer isn't he yes and a mechanical engineer too the girl admitted without attempted concealment but as you also doubtless know he served once with a revolutionary army in guatemala it is some sort of scrape like this that he finds himself now some trouble that he has gotten himself into with this government in order to befriend the revolutionists of some central american republic did millard tell you so demanded jack his eyes now very wide open he let me believe as much girl replied one hand toying with a fold of her dress while she glanced down and that is the truth is it not no broke half angrily from young benson the passion would have rung in his denial but he remembered that he was talking to this girl about her betrothed husband he spoke of the flag a moment ago cried the girl suddenly and gazing searchingly into the boy's eyes did you mean to tell me that don uh, that mr millard would be engaged in any work hostile to his own country is this the one we called millard an american citizen asked benson yes then said jack jack came to an abrupt stop after that one word he would not tell the dreadful news to this spirited young woman it was not necessary but she became insistent mr benson she cried this has gone too far not to have a full explanation as has mr miller done aught to betray the united states for that matter how could he madam benson replied gravely 
no central american republic would want charge of our fortified harbors or notes concerning the fortification the harbor mines and so on for the very simple reason that no central american republic would ever be equal to the task of attempting to invade the united states did mr millard steal such plans make such notes she hissed the question sharply her face now deathly white that is a charge against him jack nodded did he do it i caught him at it over opposite fort craven young benson answered a low smooth cry escaped the girl her head rested against the side of the carriage as though her brain were reeling but at length she spoke you you would not deceive me she faltered you will tell me more i can't answered jack with a shake of the head further than that i cannot go oh i see she nodded i don't blame you you would feel that whatever you told me i would tell him but i wouldn't though the girl's face was still fearfully pallid her eyes as she turned to gaze into the submarine boy's face flashed with a new fire then after a brief pause whatever he is or has done i'm an american she added quietly this has been a miserable fifteen minutes for me responded jack benson i've been torn between the impulse to my mind my own business and the fear that you may be throwing yourself away on a man whom you would properly learn to despise i shall never give donald graves another thought as a lover the girl rejoined promptly nor shall i shelter him i'm going to him now then you have an appointment with him you know where to find him yes replied the girl looking at the submarine boy rather queerly you care to go with me to meet donald graves the one you know is millard but i'm stupid that would be to run you into needless danger for such a man i know donald graves to be would be desperate i'm not afraid of him retorted jack quietly if you fear only for me i beg you to take me to him end of chapter twenty recording by kenneth sergeant gagan